Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It's Wednesday, April 7th, 2021. I'm your host, I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me as soon as he can will be Cameron Hawkins. Until then, and in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please contact us in one or all of the following ways. Uh, If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line and give us a call. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and uh, Cam and myself will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to Cam and me live on air tonight. Second way to have your voice heard, hit the voicemail line. Voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes. Ask questions, pose comments, speculate, rant, rave, yell. He prays upon the uh, voicemails there for you to do all kinds of things. Again, three unadulterated minutes. Hit the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229 to contact us via voicemail. You can find us on the email. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Find us at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Once again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Uh, let us know in the subject, uh, VIP or non-VIP, which segment you'd like your email read in. Please, thanks. You can find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find uh, my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Go over there, give us a like, uh, share stuff, interact with folks and ourselves. Uh, yeah, y'all know how it works. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Post it on your timeline. Spread the word. So, without further ado, let's get this thing going. Hammer, what up? You got to say it. Well, happy you gotta say the line. Huh? You got to say the line. Yeah. 
It's WrestleMania week, but you got to say it. It's WrestleMania. <laughs> there we go. Right. <laughs> no, 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 how do, hmm. we in the mix now? It's Shut something page, that man. I got that in two. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Larry and Paige, man. Yeah, man, WrestleMania week. We are, um, we rolling, man. We rolling. Um, I did, uh, I did a Twitch stream last night for about two hours, uh, and it took like two hours to go through each and every match. Uh, it took like an hour and a half to do that, but really every match between the two nights of uh, of Takeover, Sam Deliver, and then the two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, man, we got a we got a lot going on starting tonight, man. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say today start, it starts. Well, actually, last night was the Hall of Fame for real, for real. I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. The biggest, the biggest, a talking point coming out of the Hall of Fame that I personally saw via social media and, and group chat and various uh, interactions was Harry Smith and his dog, and also people going. Fuck Peacock. I couldn't even rewind. I was trying to watch it from the start. I came in, and, yeah, people weren't happy with Peacock and how <clears throat> how the Hall of Fame was not presented, but just the, the technical stuff with how they run their, their streaming. Uh, but, yeah, yeah did, you, did you catch any of the uh, Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, I watched the whole the... thing, as a matter of fact. I felt like okay. just in case something happened, I needed to um... – be ready for it when I jumped on stream. So, yeah, I watched the whole thing, as a matter of fact. Okay. So, we got a decent amount to talk about. Is that – is is TakeOver uh, in, in WrestleMania? Yeah, I think that's going to yeah. dominate conversation. Uh, really quick, I'll say about the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Harry, Harry Smith's fit was crazy. Uh, def, definitely looks like the dude who the police say is selling drugs. Like not the actual dealer, but the guy who got caught up playing drug dealer. Um, he had the, a Cuban link chain trap. I've never seen a Cuban link chain that big. Like it looked like what Red Man was wearing in a video, pretending that it was. It, oh yeah, I was gonna say like, like in a satire, like if he's like trying to. Pre- yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I said Red Man for sure. Like like it's like that Luda video where things would randomly be big. It was like that. Like, it was ridiculous. Or the Buster Rhymes, um, uh, give me some more video, where it's just a big, exactly, it's just a cartoon. Exactly. <laughs> so, one thing about his speech, he called Bulldog his father once. He was Davy Boy the rest of the speech for, like, minutes. It's kind of crazy. Um, but he's the only one who talked. Uh, his little sister didn't talk. His mother did not talk. Um, just, uh, yeah, just Harry. Um you know, RVD was cool. RVD was clearly high and going off the dome. It was it was really genuine. Um, JBL cannot resist being a dickhead, even though his speech was really good. But at the end, he has to be like, "If I'm wrong, anybody, fuck it." Basically, is what he said. Like I was like, oh, "Okay." Um, Molly Holly was like, I, I don't know if we're ever going to appreciate like just how like she's. I said this uh, last night on Twitter. Like she's Kobe. She really is Kobe. In, in a sense, you know who she is, like, though? She's not Kobe. She's Barry Sanders. Well, no, no, no. Because this is why I say she's Kobe. Now, let me mm. explain. Because um, it's not just you being so good in a system that's not great. You persevering through that. What I mean when I say she's Kobe, like, not only was she really, really good, but the way that fans and the way that the kids, the way the fans 
peers and the kids that came up under her worship her. It's different, man. It's different. You you would have had to watch the Hall of Fame, I think, to really understand. Mm-hmm. But, yo, so many, like, I'll say Sasha's generation just because she's the first one I thought of, but they worship Molly Holly. Like, worship her. Like, she is the best thing ever to them. Like, she basically was the one who, along with Regal, of course, but she's the one that convinced them to let Sasha get in there and wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, in her speech, Travis, she congratulated every member of the ring crew because, by name, because she wanted to know uh, what they were doing. Yes. She used to break down the ring with them because she wanted to know what was going on. Like, she's different, dog. Like, he's, she is different. It, it was an amazing speech. It really was. Um, now, now, I think that gets to my Barry Sanders comparison, as in you can score 100 touchdowns, and 100 times you gave the ball to the ref and you went to the sideline because you were doing your job. Oh, absolutely. Like, Let me throw some crotch in your face and dance and do stuff here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I forget they were telling me who's uh, – she paid for Beth Phoenix's wrestling training. Like she, she's different, dog. Yeah, it's key. And we just, and it's like when you find out stuff decades later, like oh damn, mm-hmm. they were really because uh, folks, you know, especially these days, if you're gonna you know help people, you got to let everybody know you're being altruistic, yeah. and charitable, and a good person instead of just being a good person. Yeah, she was just she knocked it out of the park, man. Just her speech was great. Um, NWO speech. Uh, I'm always a fan of hearing Waltman talk because he's like genuinely appreciative of where he is in the world today. Like that's a guy you can tell who knew. Like you know, I was I was a bad day from everything going wrong. You know, it was great to hear him. Um, and then Nash got up there, smooth as Nash is. Uh, it was really great. Um, Titus O'Neil winning the the Warrior Award. Uh, great speech, great guy. Uh, the David Sue, I forget uh, his last name. Is it Ron Henning? Um, a guy who's worked backstage in WWE. He got the 2021 award. Um, okay. I know I'm forgetting people, but but I, I, I mean they combined the last year's and this year's too, so it's not in some Yeah, way, so it, they both yeah. went. Uh, they both went an hour and a half, uh, roughly, you know. But uh, yeah, it was it was solid. Um, Great way to start the week, and and they, did what they it, did was did it air anywhere else? Did it air on USA at all? And then he back. I do not believe so. I think it was just Peacock. Just the Peacock. I would love to see the number, Travis, like the actual dollar number difference between them waiting until a week after Mania to do the Peacock deal and then doing it right away. And I'm I'm really curious what the dollar amount was because man, it just I would have given. And I say I would have, you know, dollars on the line, it would have been like, fuck it. But mm-hmm. it would have been nice to have the regular uh, network interaction going up to WrestleMania. Because this is the time where people, I think, stream the most content between watching old WrestleManias and watching the builds and watching the replays. And then, you know, when WrestleMania comes, being able to sit down, rewind, pick it up when you want to. And then, you know, um, with us, Trav, like, we were together at WrestleMania uh, two years ago when Kofi won. Like, mm-hmm. I had to go to work and rewatch stuff because I was drunk out of my fucking brain. You fell asleep. You know? Like, you fell asleep after yeah, the Kofi so, match. Like, oh, I'm coming. I can't wait. Exactly. I, I saw it. I came to see. 
yeah, the pop up for that. So like, yeah, like I want to go back and watch Triple H Batista. Um, but but for sure, like, so I would love to see like specifically if they were like, all right, you get a billion dollars if we can get WrestleMania, you get eight hundred million if we can't. And it's like, oh, yeah, you gonna need that two hundred. The two hundred yeah. good. Certainly, if your stockholders find out you you went with that eight, you didn't know what was you thinking. And I would have to assume this is an NBC Universal call because they're like, well, we want it before WrestleMania because everybody's looking for it and way more willing to pay for Peacock to have access to it than if we wait after. Yeah, sure. Uh, logistically and all that, it it would be better if we uh, did it afterwards or also let the network still exist until the day after WrestleMania. Like, you can do both. But I think Peacock or Universal was like, no, the network's got to be done a week or two before WrestleMania and all the traffic has to be driven to the Peacock, if people need to go on and download that Peacock app in their in their uh, app store. Uh, yeah, I, I think WWE, especially with the feedback in the last month since they've put, started putting some of the content uh, content on Peacock, uh, I'm sure they'd have been like, yeah, yeah, no, the network is still up. You can do both. Well, yeah, Universal is probably not having none of that shit. I got a $0.38 cent re re refund from PayPal because uh, I guess my network probably ended technically a day early. I don't know how that's how they how they do that, but I got a refund of 38 cents um, when my network got shut off. I guess it literally got shut off on the 30th day out of 31 or something like that. Yeah. And I'm still on the fence about actually getting, getting Peacock or not, so I got I got until I guess tonight if I want to see Takeover. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah. But is Takeover not on USA? Is Takeover on Peacock? Oh shit! Right. What about regular NXT programming? Um. Hmm. I have no I idea. Hmm. Somebody's gonna tweet at us right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. I didn't think about that. I would have assumed uh, maybe tonight. Like kind of a setup. It's for on. Tomorrow. Okay, it's a simulcast. Night one. So tonight is a simulcast USA and Peacock. Tomorrow night, night two is only on Peacock. It's pretty yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta. They gotta put something in that NXT slot uh, Wednesday at eight to ten Eastern. So simulcast solves solves all that. Yeah. And tonight will probably be these, especially because you have commercials. Uh, it'll be the uh, more TV show probably present a uh, presentation. You'll have promos and things. Tomorrow will be more like a pay per view or a typical kind of takeover event. I think so. We don't like go match for match, and people might want to ask about specific matches. Is there like three matches that you're really looking forward to? Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Bianca Sasha. Uh, no, 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 not WrestleMania. Uh, oh, 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 takeover. Um, uh, oh, well, the one is Theo and Reina, or Raquel. That's kind yeah. of, kind of, oh, um, 
see, I was all about Shotzi and Ember. Like, I like it clicked for me. Like, oh, they worked. To, they worked right visually the way yeah. they wrestle. Man, they, that go home promo, <laughs> the tank, you know, confronting the uh, uh, the way and the, the way. She's like, ah, they're not. They're not great. Visually, they look good photogenically. Yeah. They wrestle good. They have a, an aesthetic that I think Ember specifically finally has something that she can work with that the fans can go, oh, okay, I get it. Instead of just being like kind of weird anime wolf, you know, werewolf, witch lady. Yeah, like kind of undefined nerd girl. Uh, this is this is a little more Elaine picked. Um so, so I'm kind of looking forward to that because again, those are all. If you saw the match, Candice and Indy had uh, specifically the finish, like they're like tag team, they're double team moves and all that. Like this is going to probably be a really good match, but that's it, really. Those two matches, two women's title matches, tag and and, and women. So, what, yeah, wait, I'm, what's uh? What's the undisputed era? Haven't they, aren't they having a, some kind yeah, of Yeah, you got O'Reilly and Cole unsanctioned. That's right. That's the one to see. Like okay. that. Yeah, I think. Um, I said last of course, time, I'm going to see it and I'm going to watch it, but not at the fair. Yeah. Time to make O'Reilly a star, man. Let the, let that man let that man win. Let Cole finally move on. Um, dang, go from there. Um, so I, I'm with you. It's that one. Um, I'm interested in the triple dead match for the tag titles, the bacon tag titles. You got your man, Zach Gibson and his boy, MSK, and uh, the Phantasmo tag team. So, like, oh. so okay. remind me, okay, they're, they're to, to, for, to, to be pinned. Uh, Mendez, Raul, and, uh, and what's his face, DJZ. That's, that's why they're in mm-hmm. that match. So I, I'm, I'm going for the, the, the Gibson with the Grizzles. Well, um, Gibson, so few people are good, like great at being heels, and he just oozes it, man. He's so good. I, I like MSK. I think MSK comes out with the titles. Why are the tag titles vacant? I don't remember. I don't. Know. <laughs> I, don't I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I guess the the three matches, the three main title matches. Um, and to a Dallas lesser Cross extent, is be good. I'm not like a cross guy. Like even outside of like politics and stuff like that, I think he has a, a great look. Um, but it never really like clicks for me with Cross. Like I'm not super into you know. Uh, but uh, Gargano's gonna face whoever wins that six man match. I kind of hope that it's uh, Bronson Reed. Like that. That's the stylistically. That's the match I'd want to see. On night two, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano. Um, but yeah, I think it's oh oh god, what am I saying, Travis? Pete Dunn and Kushida tonight. Oh man, I'm so ready. I, I Did you like see the, the, that yeah. battle royal finish last week? <laughs> How they went over the top with the with the moves and they yeah they got Kushida who doesn't who they don't you know he's kind of a happy go lucky you know not necessarily threatening character but. You know, but he was oh, made me kind of see him in a different light. Like, oh shit, Pete Dunn don't take no shit, and to, to be able to, for sure, for to, sure. to do like to do that, have all the reps pull him apart. That was that was cool. Yeah, that that's so that match. Um, 
O'Reilly and uh, and Cole. And then I think uh, I'm probably a bit more excited for the women's tag title match than the women's title match, just because mm-hmm. like I, I think I still think of Raquel as Dakota's number two, and so I don't know if I necessarily see her being the one to beat Yo Shirai. Like I think it'll be good. Yo Shirai can go with anybody. Uh, Raquel's clearly like come a ways. Like she wasn't bad at the beginning, but like she's clearly like made strides. I think it should be good, but yeah, she was so very average. Right on the middle. Uh, yeah. Like they spent the last four months doing it, putting her in the position of where she is. I, I would disagree a little as far as seeing. Her. Well, I, I, I disagree. I see her, but I don't see her as. Uh, um, Dakota's number two, the number two one because in the last four months, every time they've lost, it's been Dakota taking the loss, and she's mm. been the beast, and she put that bitch head through some fucking dry. She kyled her, she kyled Io Shirai through a, through a sheet of drywall. Uh, they told her to stay down. They she did have to stay to. down, but, uh, but yeah, they've been really making her, uh, making her. Yes, yeah, I mean they made her like a beast. I, I mean, yeah. that part, like they they certainly built her up the right way. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, that that's I figure that's going to main event tonight. Um, so yeah. Do you have a? Um, now you went you went. We're not going to do predictions and stuff for every match, but specifically for for the two women, the women's tag and the women's title match. I think I think Ember and uh, Shotzi retain. Um, uh-huh. And then I think uh, I think damn people like people do have to lose right. Um, I picked. Uh, Yoshirai last night, so I'll stick with that. Uh, but okay. like looking at after after I thought about it, like looking at like people have to lose titles, right? I think the two people most likely to lose their titles are Yoshirai and Finn Balor. So uh, yeah, I still think Yoshirai, but I will not be surprised if Raquel wins the title. Like what's his, what's Karrion Cross's? I'm your I'm the new champion. We're in the Karen Cross era of NXT promo gonna be like. Right? Is that something anybody who's looking forward to that? And I mean it sucks that, you know, he gets hurt when he wins the title. Um and there was clearly a buzz around him, he was beating everybody. Um but nah, I'm not like it's whatever they do, whatever him and Scarlet do, it comes across more cheesy than sinister to me. You know, like I'm not I'm not locked in. Um, so, you know, but I, I also think that, like, somebody brought this up on stream last night, like, don't you think that Finn Balor's, the thing that he was missing on the main roster, don't you feel like the last year or so provided that for him? And I was like, you got a point. Like, if Finn Balor felt unappreciated on the main roster and he wanted to come down, do some serious work, and have great matches, you ran through. You had Cole, O'Reilly, Dunn, you're going to have Cross, like, yeah, I mean, if that's what, what the itch he needed to scratch, he's had that. And I think that, uh, you know, if he comes back to the main roster with that same edge, you have either your good heel or badass babyface on either roster. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But I think if he loses, I don't think he sticks around. And I think that he, he goes back up and, uh, and does some damage. Real quick about Karrion Cross, Is he too big? Is his physique, is his upper body too? I don't remember him being all always that that slow. Well, you know, I think we we were used to seeing him up next to Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
That's how I remember it. I think yeah, that I, I just I remember being a little much like, When I enjoyed his I matches or enjoyed him as an act, he was a yeah. little smaller. But the, I remember him being pretty soft. Could it could okay. he got bigger? But I remember him being a little bigger than everybody else. I might have just never paid a ton of attention. I just yeah. Uh, are the th- what are the three matches on uh... Dexter Loomis and the other guy all are the same guy? <laughs> Him, Dexter Loomis, and the dude that got hurt attacking uh, the English dude that got hurt. They're all the same guy. So you know, one of them looks big, the other one looks small, and yeah. Are there three matches on the main roster for WrestleMania that you're looking forward to? Oh, for sure. what are um, yeah? Sasha Bianca um, is of, is of course the number one. Um. It's weird. Cesaro, uh, Seth is going to be good. I'm not necessarily, like, geeking for that match, but it's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, like I said, Sasha Bianca is the big one. I really do want to see Drew and Lashley. I wonder what direction they're going to go. Taking, I'm taking all the steam out of that for me, man. I, I actually thought that, like, Lashley's promo, Lashley's re- response promo was good, but they shouldn't have broke up the Hurt Business. Like, it didn't benefit anybody. And now um, you're like, okay, maybe they can do something with Shelton and, and Alexander as a as a team, and you know they can go for the tag titles. Well, no, they're just getting beat by Lashley the last couple, you know, yeah. and that's just um, yeah. yeah, crowd response to Drew. If they choose to have Drew win the title two WrestleManias in a row, in hopes that they finally get back in front of live crowds and they can see where that thing goes, I'm curious about that. Um, the third match, I'd say, if I could only pick three, I'm actually really looking forward to Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Um, Let's go around. In the same way, in the same way that Bailey and Sasha have that total trust with each other to where they can go a bit further in their matches than they maybe could with other people uh, because of that camaraderie and understanding. And, you know, we're actually going to be together after the match. Like, we're going to go kick it. So we got to take care of each other. Storyline, no storyline, man. I think those two are going to tear it up. I really do. That's a good uh, a good catch I didn't think about. Besides, oh, this will be, you know, whatever, part five in their, uh, you know, in their history, probably part, part 12. But this version, it's just a never-get-old feud. As long as you don't do it, you know, for months and years on end, you can do this thing every couple of years as long as they're Kevin and Sammy, those their characters are fresh and, you know, doing stuff. Or, shit, you can, in a way, they're kind of rehabbing, not rehabbing, but giving Kevin Owens something to do and, really sink his teeth into after the Roman race stuff that was so good and well received in the winter. And and Sammy, who was seemingly kinda in the doghouse and the whole conspiracy stuff, it was like they were mocking him. <laughs> you know, and then like the fucking professionals and awesome wrestlers that they are, specifically Sammy Zayn in this situation, turn that shit into something that they, they could take to WrestleMania. Like that's that's the for me with those that match. That's just like these two, and again specifically Sami Zayn in this in this scenario. I just think we're Sami Zayn. I want to Bobby Ashley. He was eight months ago. What we were thinking mm-hmm. is he on his way out? 
Now he's in a significant, well-pushed match at WrestleMania. If you had to, and, and we haven't seen it, but if you had to put it one through three before you see it, if seeing Randy Orton is a cinematic match, and we don't have any indication yet, but if it is, um, looking at the two from last year, uh, Cena and The Fiend and uh, Taker and AJ, do you think it's going to be better than those two, worse than those two, or in the middle of those two? Give me the options again of, of the cinematics. Um, so the Boneyard okay. match from last year. Right. And uh, Cena Fiend. I, I thought it was so brilliant. Um, that To me, that's better than the Boneyard match. But, you know, I'm in the minority. But I, I thought it was great. Um, but do you think Randy Orton Fiend, if they go cinematic, um, if you had to just ballpark it, is it going to be better than both, worse than both, or in between the two of them somewhere? My gut goes, says in between, just to kind of play the middle, but I had a feeling this might be the best cinematic match we've seen as far as, like, how they do it with the cinematics. Um, just because we've had so much with the two characters in, in the last, you know, three, four years, and they've already done something similar. I mean, technically, they had the first or, or Got more practice at it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think like they could turn that. They could turn the maggots and the cockroaches, you know, that they did on the that they overlapped or whatever on the mat uh, at the WrestleMania a couple years ago, and turn that into like a cool callback, but actually make it something like worth seeing because it's not a standard match that you're fucking superimposing or photoshopping fucking, you know, roaches onto the mat. That's just dumb and shouldn't freak anybody out. Cause, but in this, in this uh, scenario, in this environment, you know, I wouldn't be uh, surprised if a bucket of maggots is some guy dumped on somebody's head is what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think it could actually turn out to be uh, better and – if we could be here next week, like that was the best cinematic match. Like, don't do any more. You can't top it. Yeah. So, really quick, uh, before we get to callers, do you have do you have one lock for WrestleMania? Um, I, it's between Bianca winning or Roman retaining. <laughs> And yeah, Roman retaining is my lock. Roman yeah. retaining is my lock. And I would and between the two, I could I could see them going. Oh well, Bianca. Well, you know, we'll get you next month, or we'll get you know. Mm-hmm. Roman ain't dropping the title to Brian or Edge. Yeah. And while while we have to one. really wait a week to talk about them, because um, I think you know it's just not your week AEW. I was having a conversation with someone in AEW uh, Sunday. Did you watch the Earth, Wind, and Fire Isley Brothers battle? <laughs> no, but I saw Versus. all the parodies and shit afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone, and I was like, hey, it would be funny if you tweeted about this, 
And you know what they told me? Hmm. I would, but I'm still selling the beating from last week. And that was just the most impressive thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it was the coolest shit. I was like, yeah. you're so dedicated to this. That's amazing. Like, yeah. Um, the the future's going to be okay. Some of these people are really dedicated to their craft. To where they haven't tweeted <laughs> since they got beat up on TV. I, I think that's so impressive. That's uh, that's very admirable, and that's what yeah. a, de- a section, uh, you know, a specific <laughs> segment of the audience asks for, and you know. And you know what? The people who asked for it probably didn't even recognize it, and I think that's really cool. Like, yeah. not doing it for adoration, but doing it because you're dedicated to your craft. That's the mm-hmm. coolest shit. I really think yeah. so. Yeah, like having people not think about me is the best thing, uh, the best way to sell something. Yeah, yeah. And then, in the, in the, in the immediate, uh, whatever the gratification, instant gratification kind of world and society we live in, yeah, it's not easy, you know. So you kind of got to give yeah. it up for somebody here. Locked you in. know, they can easily be like, man, it's my life. I got family, I got friends. Okay. You know, yeah. So awesome. Yeah, so I mean, this is it, has anything in AEW happened? Oh, what the fuck? The Jericho Austin podcast uh, interview that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Is that is that Thursday? Uh, it's, it's real soon. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, whew. TNA's biggest problem. <laughs> You make this about TNA, right? TNA's biggest problem was that from its onset, it was about uh, a performer who felt like the company, uh, the company he was with previously, never saw him as the big deal he felt like he was. But that's initially mm-hmm. the issue, right? And so that working relationship took 15 years to repair itself. Um, with Jeff Jarrett being back in the fold in WWE. Mm-hmm. I think that because Chris Jericho, you know, has been such an asset to the company and, you know, came back time and time again and had new feuds and has this goodwill. Like, I think that it's the thing where Vince McMahon knows that Steve Austin wouldn't do anything to mess up his gig. He's not going to mess up his bread. And he also knows that he's always, you know, one negotiation from bringing Jericho back, uh, you know, why not have that guy on? Like, there's no, you know, I, I think back to when Sami Zayn was doing the thing with live crowds saying, none of you want to ask a question about AEW? Like, I think mm-hmm. that, you know, they are, you know, we're, we're already looking at it. AEW and WWE are not going to run the same nights, um, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, they are not going to be I can't see WWE running a show on – well, there's no shows to run during AEW because they don't have a Wednesday show. So they're not going to run, like, a live house show if we ever get back to house shows. Like, the competition part of it is done. Like, you guys have all this research of NXT and AEW running against each other. And the audiences, while AEW had more fans, audiences didn't grow. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. the audience – is not getting bigger. The audience is kind of stale, so why not 
extend all the branches? Why not get a closer look at people you might want to sign in the future? You know what I mean? Like there's but Cam, can you have this interview? Uh, he said, you know, Austin is not going to do anything to jeopardize his gig. But you can't have this interview be some sanitized. We're not going to talk oh, about sure the obvious. Not. For sure. Not. Uh, okay. okay. Um, but, you know, we are people who, um, you know, even though we do a live show, um, things we've done in the past, you know, you send them to Corey, and <laughs> Corey might have to cut something out or adjust mm-hmm. something. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing when you send stuff to me. Same thing when I've let people hear things and they're like, yo, you should probably take X, Y, and Z out. Like that's that's right. how it works. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, no, I don't, but Jericho wouldn't get on there talking crazy. But I, I feel like Austin's definitely going to be like, so how's the environment where you work? And Jericho's going to say good, but in a way that does not jeopardize his future opportunities. Like that guy's been hated for so long. Like Jericho's the guy to have on there, not like Steve Austin ain't going to yeah, back. I'm finally getting the respect I deserve. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm around people who care about my future. Yeah, no. I, yeah. Nah, man. So, but I, I think, like, that picture, man, when that picture dropped, and it's crazy. People were surprised, but people didn't go crazy because we live in this world. Like, I remember um, I was uh, I was talking to somebody in AEW, and it was just, like, picking their brain. I'm like, yo, quick question. Like, do you guys get together to watch WWE pay-per-views? And they were like, hell yeah, we do. We either link at the crib or we link at, like, a bar or something or at, like, Daily Space if they let us do it. And, like, yeah, we watch their pay-per-views and we get together and drink. Like, everybody knows. Like, we're still fans of wrestling. Exactly. So it's like with the curtain being pulled back like that, you know, I think it's advantageous for WWE to make it known that we know these other places and people exist. Like, we, we – we're a bit more organic than we may have been in the past because we had to worry about talent poaching and people saying crazy things on TV. Like, that era's dead. Everybody's just trying to get to the bread down, man. This money is so big. If you just signed a deal for a billion dollars, you would not be worried about your former wrestler coming on your show when they are one of the focal points of another company. You got a billion. Another billion. Like, nah, 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 nah. They are good. But this is still, uh, but you can't say it that flippantly as if they haven't been petty or they've always had more money than they've ever been able to spend and it still went about things in a way that seemed counterproductive. I absolutely agree. Um, But again, or just vindictive or like. There's a reason that Chris Jericho can do this, and that like Lance Archer can't do it, and FTR can't do it, and you know Zack Ryder can't do it. Like there are shit, even Christian can't do it just because just not that level. I mean, I think Christian might be able to. I don't think Christian quite has the clout as far. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just not at the level. Yeah. Um. Yo, real quick, and it's not even to shit on my man. You see Zack Ryder got on somebody's podcast, I think, and said, like, uh, in WWE, um, there's rules against you stealing the show. And I was like, Zack, Zack, we've seen you for a long time, buddy. A long time. No disrespect, but you haven't shown, like, like, as much as I get on him, you're not Dolph Ziggler, big dog. Like, (laughs) 
you're not just gonna. And even Dolph Ziggler, there's like limits to like the hue. It's at some point it's just hubris and the fucking line that you say to put on the yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, like, I, I don't like Cesaro goes out there and cooks and does some pretty amazing stuff, and I ain't seen them make him pull back. Like, I understand what you're saying, but, but you, under, you get really what he's understand. saying. It just comes across as like it just you're not the one to say that because everybody can't say you it. What? You weren't everybody the, like, like you weren't. Yeah, uh, in, in that. trouble of breaking it's that different. rule, uh, Zach. Like being over and having the different. crowd cheer you in a six, eight, twelve month stretch of your career, being super over and making a lot of merch money, and being capable of stealing the show in the definition that we think of it as work rate and performance and crowd. You know, like that's just not was never your lane. That was never, mm-hmm. never, never will be. You are a very decent wrestler. That was. Now how you give it up, Playboy. He's he's counting on you know uh, wrestling fans understanding that language, and yeah, no, he's being disingenuous, or he's fucking delusional, one or the other. All right, let's uh, talk to some folks. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Is the number to call? We got a different problem from last week. Um, I don't see his hand up, but Craig, did you want to? He called back in, so maybe you thought you had your hand up. Did you want to say hi or or no? What Sorry, I'm on the porch. I'll I'll call in just a second. Oh, okay. All right, he can't talk on the porch. Uh, everybody, maybe he's talking to his. Mailman or his cool Mexican neighbor. Conversation they don't want to share. Um, all right. Well, I was hoping he did want to talk. Um, we talked a little bit about AEW, or I tried, and then got on Jericho being uh, interviewed by Austin. Has anything happened in their TV in the last week that's that's worth uh, bringing up? Or? Uh, Inner Circle finally getting their revenge on the Pinnacle, I think, is a big deal. Um they, yeah, my man MJF uh, had, like, the whole, he's in front of the remodel locker room, and then he was showing uh, for their dressing room, and he was showing them the dressing room, and then he went and opened the bathroom door, and Jericho and them in there waiting on him with bats. So, uh, yeah, they, they kind of went crazy on my man. Um, and beat up that whole squad. Um, let me see. What else, what else, what else? Travis, how many mushrooms can you eat in a night? <laughs> uh, about half an eighth. Yeah, man. man. Uh, um, I'm trying to think what else happened on TV. I sat there and watched the whole show. Uh, oh, so which McCall is the team now? Uh, 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 Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are a team. He seems to have distanced himself from uh, from SCU. Like no, no beef unless I saw it. But yeah, that seems to be the case. Um, Jade Cargill had another match, uh, looking good. So 
But let's talk about this stuff. Oh, mm. and motherfucking QT Marshall. Uh, so QT Marshall is wrestling Cody, and like Cody kind of in his ass. QT uh, and the whole like uh, Nightmare Factory, Nightmare Family, whoever, they're mm. all surrounding <laughs> the ring, right? So QT sucker punches Arn, right? And then, like, kind of leaves the ring, like, oh, my God, what did I do? And then half the Nightmare family attacks the other half. So, like, there's a civil war in the Nightmare family. Travis, mm. can I ask you a question? Yeah. Who are these niggas? When you said, can I ask you a question, I was going to say, don't ask me who's, who the Nightmare family is. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know none of them. I knew Lee Johnson. But like I don't know these niggas, man, and they were going crazy. Um, so yeah, that that's that's kind of the big thing that came out of it. Uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Sydal had a banger. Was it? I hope that was just last week. I hope that wasn't two weeks ago. That was last two weeks week. Ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, I remember. No, I think we actually talked about that. Me and you last week. I remember. Yeah. That I'm trying to think. Oh, Kenny was in the six man tag against. Uh, it was Kenny and the Good Brothers against uh, Penta, Ray Phoenix, and Laredo Kid. Uh, Kenny gets to win uh, with the One Winged Angel on Laredo Kid. Really, really good stuff. Uh, Don Callis uh, asked uh, Matt Jackson why he was a bitch. Um, <laughs> basically, he did. He was like, "Yo, Kenny put his heart out to you. You let that man go." Like. And, you know, it was bringing up family stuff, and Matt got really, really worked up and was super emotional. I was like, man, I can't wait till this culminates in a bunch of super kicks. That's going to be great. Yeah. Um, and, again, my, my biggest issue with the Bucks, like, clearly they're athletic. Clearly they do exciting stuff. But, yo, when does it get serious for you? Like, when do these blood feuds actually mean blood? You know what I'm saying? Like, ugh. But um, a cool thing that did happen – oh, a cool thing happened, and so – Travis, did you see how AEW's countering TakeOver? Tonight, no. The former heavyweight champion of the world from Brooklyn, New York, fighting out of the Catskills, Iron Mike Tyson. Tyson. Mike Tyson. But when they had him like six months ago, he didn't do anything like worth like talking about. Yeah. We'll see, man. kind of there. And... Yeah, but they're, they're hyping it up, so maybe they got something for them to do. What do you think the numbers are? Does NXT get, finally get a win? And if they can't, does it, does it like, not, not embarrassing? Night I don't think that. I don't think that. Well, it's only night one that they go head up. Their last no, that's head what I'm up. saying. Not, not night one. If, if, if the matches from night two were on, I think there's a shot. I don't think night one is strong enough. To get not even just the excitement of the, of the branding of standing to deliver, even night one or not. If they were doing, if we did quarter hours, I think they win the first fifteen minutes. I think they win the last half hour. But, but AEW probably wins just overall. Yes, yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. Um, oh, and really quickly, Travis, um, you know, do you know who Hubert Davis is? I know the name. I don't know why. Hubert Davis, former NBA oh, player. Oh, 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 the coach. <laughs> yeah. So Hubert Davis gets in front of the presser uh, for his inaugural 
press conference uh, as the, the first black head coach of the University of North Carolina. And someone asked him how it feels to be the first black head coach of North Carolina. And he says, it feels great. I'm proud to be the first black coach of North Carolina. I'm also proud to have a white wife. Yeah. Um, Anybody ask him about his white-ass wife? No, no, nobody brought up his white wife. And the reason that I'm bringing that up on a wrestling podcast is because last week they showed the uh, the trailer for Cody and Brandy's reality show. And in the trailer, what does Brandy say, Travis? Oh, uh, something akin, akin to... Uh, I'm, I'm proud to be the first black person in the Rhodes family. What is wrong with these niggas, man? Like, see, like I, I, I absolutely do not fault anybody for dating outside of their race and ethnicity. Like, hey, that's fine. Be happy. But, like, they're not proud to be your white husband or wife. They don't talk like that. That's weird. That's a weird thing to be – I mean, like, it's a it's a weird thing for anybody to do, but niggas is always trying to make white people comfortable, and I have no idea why. No well, idea why. But 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 stop. Yeah. <laughs> stop going out of your way for white people. Stop going out of your way for white people. Like it's not your job to make white people feel safe. It's not your job to make white people feel like they're doing a good job. They should just do a good job. So yeah, niggas is wild, boy. I, I ooh, Brandy, you you are. I hope you're better than that. Like I, I, there are there's a segment of the audience who found that very endearing, and they would never let you into their house. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. That, that's all I got. All right, let's make this uh, make this uh, a three-way conversation. He's off the porch, back in his living room. Craig, what's happening? What up? No, I'm, I'm still on the porch. I just had I had my speaker on out here, and I didn't have my earphone thing in. Oh. But uh, dynamite, dynamite on just getting me right in there uh, after all that. I mean, that was perfect timing. After what do you mean? Cam rant. Oh yeah, what you got? <laughs> I'm like, oh no. Put on the oh yeah, no. Right after who that. who else? Who better to bring on uh, after that kind of conversation? Let's talk to Craig. Make him feel real. Bad enough. He, last night on the Twitch, he buried me. It was so oh, mean. Damn. He, damn. Made this, he made this joke. He made a joke, and then I followed up the joke, and then he buried me. And I was like, oh, that's so Wait, what did I, what did I, do? I didn't do that. <laughs> you did. You were like, you were like uh, me, Jeff, and Craig are like the same age, so we remember when they used to do these bubble tests and, you know, and all that, and people would get do this right in the thing so they could get on their color scholarship. And I'm like, and I said what people do, and you said, don't ever say anything like that again. I'm like, oh, you asshole. Oh. It was well, me. No, you just mean, <laughs> that's not me burying you. That's me telling you to shut the fuck up. That's not burial. Yeah. Stop saying things. That was, that was me. I, oh. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't say anything for like the next 15 minutes. I was like petrified. I'm like, oh, no, he's going to have 15 people beat me I up. Think and Craig, it's certainly not you. I, I love you and genuinely appreciate you. I think people were kind of surprised when they tried to do the same jokes on Twitch they do on Twitter. I was like, this ain't that, dog. Like, I, I'll, 
I'll really cuss you out. Like you're, you're, like, oh, you're going to have a problem with that. You're going to have a problem with I'm that. I'm not going to have a problem. Jim, would you really, uh, <laughs> did you really feel some kind of way about the homie who used the Hebrew uh, Davis uh, clip on you? Because in that story, yeah, people were like, I can't like, wait to use I was about to use this all okay. Like, everybody kind of had the same idea. Yeah, because, like, 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 I'm not a cool. Like, I really was mad. I'm like, yo, why would I, mean? why would I ever show somebody I'm proud to have a white fight? Like, what the right, fuck right. are you talking about? I was really upset. I actually just posted a tweet of Brandy Rose and Hubert Davis, and I'm not going to put any words on it, but it was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it's a pretty nice uh, day up in Toledo. Oh, it's beautiful. Today and yesterday were beautiful. Uh, it's going to be nice weather, but it's going to be a little cloudy the next few days. And, but uh, I'm going to be doing some porch uh, Gatorade drinking for a, a minute. Porch politic, and I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my Happy dad's birthday, birthday next week. I'm trying to save it all. Happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> Travis, are we getting together like for WrestleMania? Like We do kind of look like That's the only way I'm going to watch it. We need to pick a day. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Um, I mean, we, I don't know. Why wouldn't you be able to do Saturday and Sunday? Like, you, you don't work Sundays. It sounds like you could do both. Well, no, I do. I work Sundays. Yeah, I always work Sundays. Trust me, I won't get tired of it. My, my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I, I think that's not doing shit. But no, let me know, because I'll be, yeah. you know, I actually, um, I, we'll talk. But I, yeah. I, found, I finally found, like, a bar to hang out that's outside. So, like, I'm kind of dialed in, but yeah, we can um, let me know. We can we can make it happen. Word. So yeah, so what else on your you mind, got, Craig? You guys got your vaccine yet? I have uh, my Cam one. got part my, one, I think. Yeah, I have my not. second one is on Tuesday, as a matter of fact. Oh, I'm, I'm out there in the, in the world, you know, risking, risking it all. You couldn't get in or what? No, I just haven't uh, just haven't done it. My ours is the twenty third PM and uh so tomorrow Mudhens tickets go on sale. And uh he was like, Do you want you wanna to go to Mudhens? I'm like, Man, I'm trying to get a job here. I don't know if I'm gonna be working. I thought it was pretty cool that, that just to even think about going to a baseball game. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, slowly but surely. I think it, you know things are starting to feel a little normal. Basketball still games sure. still don't have any like every every team doesn't have fans, but like baseball, watching opening day and you know okay, just slowly but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna probably tear up when I go in that place. I, just, I missed all of that last year. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. So, is tonight gonna be on USA NXT? Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, multi-cast simulcast. Simulcast. So it's on USA uh, and Peacock. 
So on the Peacock, is there what for the uh, the people who got the ad free shit? Did they still have to like watch commercials, or are they going to have something in the middle? You know, I have no idea how it's going to break down there. Um, yeah, they I don't know. USA would give them the permission to run like the simul thing the whole time. I don't know. If you got the commercial free and, one, you just got to deal with it because you know you're watching something live, and like that's what happens mm-hmm. when you watch a live shit. The whole point of having no commercials on streaming stuff is so you can just bend stuff that's already, you know, let me watch this goddamn Frasier without current. Yeah, yeah so I got the no, no commercials on Hulu because I hate commercials. Like, you can't fast forward. Damn it, I need this. <laughs> I'm to watch your Ed Bercia commercial or whatever. Uh, so what about Friday? What's, is Friday is like a normal SmackDown? Or is that, you guys are talking about Hall of Fame. Uh, so, there's oh, the whole, like all the, I think all the pre-show stuff that would like, I think like the Andre Battle Royal and stuff like that is going to be on SmackDown. Like, they're running that all together. Okay, so when's the Hall of Fame then? That was last, last night, night brother. No, I thought you said there was one last night and another one. No, no, no. They ran them both, Craig. They ran them back-to-back. They ran 2020 and 2021 uh, back-to-back. I thought it was going to be two separate shows. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I'm out. I'm so out. (laughs) I missed the whole New Japan Cup. I'm I'm still like, I missed the episode of Dynamite and just kept it moving. I was like... I still haven't seen that whole arcade match last week, so I'm going to try to watch that. Well, no, that was dope. Right? No, I forgot about that. They did like the arcade, uh, the arcade carnage, whatever the fuck they called it, between Chuck yeah. and Orange Cassidy. Anarchy. And uh, arcade anarchy, Chuck and Orange Cassidy, and Miro. And, Miro uh, and somebody. And the other guy. Sabian, right? Yeah. So there's a spot where uh, Penelope. Penelope runs up to uh like a uh what what is that what is that the 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 claw machine right and she like pulls off like whatever thing was on the claw machine and fucking Statlander's in there and knocks the the plexiglass off right <laughs> in Penelope's face to the point where Penelope kisses it because it hits her right in the mouth and so there's lipstick on the glass it was amazing right but that was like so unintended you just hit, put it. She just got hit in the face with a question. Yeah, it was, just, it was a great. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> so stats back. Um, uh, my man Trent ends up coming back in his mama van, and they end up. Uh, yeah, they end up uh, winning. It was. It was dope. That was. It was really a, fun, a really a fun watch. I'll be forgetting shit, Craig. My life is a mess. But yeah, that was great. That was our AEW. That was the main event last last week. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, of arcade, you guys are talking about Tyson. Did you guys ever beat Punch Out? Hell, crazy. Nope. You're old. <laughs> you, you are old. Even if we're the same age. Yeah, you know what's funny? I'm just too old to have played Mike Tyson Punch Out. Like, just too old. That's just, yeah, just by the time you are in fucking Nintendo, like, completely. Uh... 
Yeah, my cousins had so crazy. My cousins, like my my older cousins who were like three or four years older than me, they had original Nintendo, but we was in the country, big dog. Like we had Mario and Duck Hunt. If you didn't (laughs) like Mario, you was playing Duck Hunt, right? But by the time I my my first console was uh, Super Nintendo, so Mario World and uh, and uh, Street Fighter 2. So I was kind of late to all that. I never got Super Punch out. My first boxing game that I ever owned was Fight Night. Like, I never oh, had Knockout King. I didn't have Ready to Rumble. Or Dreamcast. Yeah, my was, first was, boxing was, game was, was Fight Night. Was that the PlayStation or was that a, the, the Dreamcast? Uh, Xbox. Oh, okay. Oh, ready to I rumble, ready to rumble was the, the but that was like a weird cast. time where, like, I, I could only ask my parents for, like, one or two games. <laughs> so, like, it was like Donkey Kong Country and Mortal Kombat for me. Like, it was, you know, it was pretty simple. Damn, now I want to play Mario RPG. Thanks, Craig. Go download that shit. Mm-hmm. But no, I've never beaten. What's the, I'm trying to think really quick. What's the hardest game I've been again? I still haven't beat Isaac Frost in Fight Night Champion. And that game is 10 years old. Boxing yeah, I've never been good at boxing games. Or, no, real boxing games. Like, Punch Out, that's just all, like, weird timing, 8-bit bullshit. Uh, but, like, Evander Holyfield, uh, the Ready to Rumble Dreamcast one, like, there's always a certain level of, oh, okay, I found my ceiling. It's just too much. Just too much after that. But yeah, I haven't had a. I had one on PS3. Uh, something Kings, Fight Kings, Knockout Kings. Yeah, Knockout Kings. Okay. And again, there's just a level. I think all fight games are like yeah. that. With me. Even if I have more Knockout time, Kings evolved into Fight Night. And I love Fight Night Champion. I think it is. It is a. A perfect. Engine meets graphics game, um, a game that does not have to do a bunch of things. It's two guys in a ring squaring up. Um, I absolutely love it. But, no, um, I was listening to Bomani uh, a couple of days ago, Craig, talking about um, he had a buddy. Craig cut off, by the way. Well, he had a buddy who actually beat uh, Mike Tyson, and he knew, like, exact moves you had to make. And it was just, like, I think that's the ultimate video game achievement. Like, fuck platinum trophy, fuck 100% in GTA, beating Mike Tyson in Punch-Out is the one. Super impressive. I I, uh, I don't knock him for... Yeah, because it's something I could never even think about doing. Even I would say even now, but I probably had a better chance at 10 of beating it than I do now. You ever go, have you gone back and tried to play like Mario? Like every, I cannot jump over the first fucking hole, the first goddamn gap. I just... Fall right there because the timing it's just all about yeah because yeah. he doesn't you don't have like the same level of freedom that you do mid-jump like you do in these later games um mario uh mario one i haven't played in so long mario three i try to revisit every now and again um super mario world i feel like i played that one not regularly but often enough but yeah it is it's absolutely a curve every time for sure all right, let's keep it moving. Let's uh, get Kylan from Newark on, and then we'll go to Mike in Brooklyn. Uh, Kylan, what's happening? What up? 
Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right, man. It's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. You know. <laughs> that, it, that it is, my friends. What's on your mind? Well, since you, since you asked me to do this last week, I have now decided to, with your permission, add a add a new feature to my call, which is called the Peacock Report, where <laughs> I inform you of all the things that Peacock either put up or has edited off their service. Okay. What's uh what's up first for the, the first first week of the cock report? So for the first peacock report, I am pleased to inform you that only one in individual segment has been edited out of a raw episode. However, the full raw episode has yet to be uploaded on Topeka, and it's it's the segment you thought would be edited. The the DX Nation Crock segment. Okay, so the black yeah, face segment. Yeah, I saw somebody say that. The black face segment is out of there, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Gallagher? What? I what about? Nah, I'm just, I'm watching. Apparently, I don't know if, Colin, let me know. Is No, that's an old, okay, that's an old show. I'm like, they're saying Mickey James is going to be on commentary for this, uh, for this NXT match. And I'm like, is the NXT match happening right now? Or is it coming on later? I don't. They 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 are they are having what one match on both pre-shows, and since and since Mickey James is is hosting the the pre-show with Sam Roberts and Wade Barrett, she's automatically on commentary anyway. Okay, so it doesn't actually start. The show doesn't start till seven, though. Okay, or for another half hour, I guess. Right, right. Okay. So, gotcha. As far as, far as additions to be got, we had every NWA and WCW Starcade from 
both Taboo Tuesday from 2004 and 5. All three three New New Year's Revolutions 2005, 6, and 7. All three or, or all four Cyber Sunday two two thousand six seven eight. Oh, they putting up some gems. Like Every Armageddon from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and 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 raw and raw from two thousand and three to to now. What do you? Oh, that's significant. What do you? What do you guys think the? Like that's just a mash and a like. There's no common. I was trying to find a thread. Like okay, Starcase and your bash at the beaches. Taboo Tuesdays and Cyber Sundays, Armageddon. None of those things, and a bunch of brawls, you know, decade or 15 years of brawls. There's no, like, common thread. Besides, oh, wrestling programming. What do you think the, the mindset is or who, what goes up? Like, they're not, go, not going in alphabetical order. They're not going in company order. Like, okay, we're going to put up all NWA stuff and then WCP. What the hell? What's the what's the Oh and the e- 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 ECW not now has its own official section but for some reason they did both versions. So <laughs> in the in So for some reason it jumps from O one to O eight, I guess? No, it, it's all haphazard. It goes, it goes. I'm just saying, when you're like, when it's all up, and you're, if they still keep ECW all in one section, it's just going to be a giant eight-year gap in uh, in stuff. It goes. I don't understand. Cyber Cyber Slam '96 from February '96. Barely legal, 
almost anything has been edited off of the off of these shows except for what whatever licensed music that already wasn't on the original network anyway. But that's interesting because I one of the better memes of the, the Peacock WWE network Peacock era was a picture of, of a person that's just super exasperated and it's like the, the Peacock guy in charge of editing when he when he uh, finds out about this guy named New Jack. And if you say they put up, you know, just a bunch of ECW stuff and it's just up. And and I guess there hasn't been a ton of time for people to go through the fine-tooth comb and every segment and every promo. I'm, I think I'm, that's, that's, I'm, a safe, that's, that's a place to start. <laughs> you know, if you're like... Hey, but, like, yeah. yeah, the pre-show is on now. Peacock's a dumb network where if you go to the WWE channel, like, it doesn't show. It shows, like, on-demand stuff, but then you have to go to, like, the channel channel to watch the live show. It's a bunch of dumb stuff. Uh, my girl won again. She beat people ass. Uh, what's her name? What's her name? Jackie somebody. Uh, but she just beat Tony Storm. Uh, I'm pleased. I'm pleased that so far New New Jack has been left in. Alright, well good. Maybe, again, maybe it wasn't such a like I said a couple weeks ago, maybe it wasn't the biggest deal and we were letting our imaginations uh, run wild and they're just like, hey, blackface and like some super obvious like really bad stuff but everything else, you know. Preserve its integrity. Yeah, that that appears to be their strength. So, so as as long as you as long as you don't have a a segment that blatantly inherent. Oh, wait, 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 Tyler! You said they put up a bunch of. Oh, you said Armageddon. I don't think you said. Did you say Vengeance? Because wasn't that the, oh, the, no. the, 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 oh, that, the Vince McMahon? That, what up, my nigga? Wasn't that on a vengeance? Let's see, Martha. So when that when that gets put up, I want you know we gotta we gotta see if that 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 made it. So all right, appreciate your time, but we uh we have, we have a couple minutes left. Try to get some folks in here. Uh, Mike in Brooklyn. What's happening, fam? What up? Yo, what's up, Chad? What's going on, Chad? Uh, hey, let's celebrate Mike real quick, man. Yeah. Mike, Mike just had a come up, baby. They done legalized weed in New York. Mike gonna go crazy. <laughs> <in these streets. laughs> come, what you mean, come up? He fucking he managed. He about to fuck Cuomo shit up. <laughs> Cuomo cutting into his fucking clients. Now nah, Mike said Mike gonna say Mike gonna get a a, a RV and just ride around with pounds and say, "Hey, that's my house." Cuomo like getting he like get off my ass. I I, I wasn't pinching no butt. I wasn't harassing nobody here. Here goes the weed. Weed for everybody. Yeah. So Mike, give me an idea. Like, and, and I know Mike ain't the only one that smoke, but Mike, how much is is three ounces? If you're walking around with three ounces, like what's yeah. something that's three ounces? 
Oh no, that's that's legal. You will walk around with up to. No, I know, but he said, "What what would compare what, it like? What do you equate three ounces to? Is that like uh like a Pez dispenser? No, um, no, no. Three think like do three like dense baseballs. Like yeah. they were just nigga. Three ounces is three baseballs. Mm-hmm. It's all like compressed up, boy. Way, way Listen, if you go into oh, yeah. a party and you like, I'm bringing the weed, you might bring an ounce. Yeah. Ain't nobody Yo. bringing three Oh, y'all niggas gonna go crazy. Yeah. yeah, but everything is, the, you know, is the patch man, so. Most states it's one ounce. Yeah, even Colorado is like, all right, you can have an ounce on your person because they acknowledge that an ounce is a lot of fucking weed for personal consumption. <laughs> you know, have to have it one time. Uh, three ounces. Wow, Cuomo was just like, yeah, no, all of it. Y'all can carry all of the weed on you. That was crazy. Okay. Wow. You can literally stand outside and just smoke without. Any hassle, any of that shit, man. In Wait, it's, they're not going to treat it like open bottles? Like you can't just stand outside. No, nah, right? they can't. They can't come get you, and they can't even. They can't even uh, pull up to your car if they think they smell weed. They gotta let you yeah. live. Shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. Somebody well, said the, a cop will come to your car saying, "I smell the gun." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm still in the same place with Manny. I ain't too. I guess I'm, you know, it's a wait and see thing. Let's see what happens this weekend. I because that fucking travesty of a Hall of Fame show, that shit just even turned me off even more. Really? Was it the show itself, the presentation, the Peacock yeah. part? What? I don't not, know. I no, guess when, and not to, I not guess to when Hogan got face. up there and started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trash. But they piped in every interaction. Like, when something was supposed right. to be funny, they played the laugh track. When somebody was supposed to be like, oh, they would play the all track. It was That was nasty. I can't even oh, remember. Oh, trash. Trash. And then I guess um, once, you know, the liar himself got up there, he just took me out of everything. First and foremost, the liar, uh, Hogan. Oh, once he got up there, he just took me out of every fucking thing. First and foremost, he comes up there with the replica, big spray paint, NWO belt. He said some dumb shit, alluding to, oh, nobody ever beat me for this belt. Let's, you know, let's put, let's see. You know what I mean? Just what he thinking, type dumb jogging, like he would um, challenge the winner of both nights in the main event. Mm-hmm. Some dumb shit. But it's like, he cares. He just took me, yeah, he just took me out of it. I mean, Kane was pretty decent. So, I mean, I mean, it was, nobody went really too long. I mean, when you're standing up there talking to a cardboard fans or fucking screens, right. I doubt as a performer right. or as a speech giver, you're up, you're like, all right, just say what I got to say. Yeah. I think if this was 2014 and Mr. T was getting inducted, he wouldn't go on there about treat you, you know, I love my mama and all that. 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, He'd be like, God damn it, I'm out of here. Yeah, so it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Hey, really, interrupt y'all. So they have uh, Raquel doing a sit down interview with Samoa Joe about the uh, about the title match, and you know, she even said. My opportunity to show I can hang with the best, and I'm not a sidekick. Like they, they are all in on this. Um, See, she looks great, by the way. Why she got to be MAGA? Why be MAGA? You look great. I hate it. Oh, it's nasty. But okay. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to having that. You know, they're a match, too. I think she's going to win over Kelly because I think it's about time for you to come up. Yeah. 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 He was on Twitter, like, I've been holding this title for 302 days or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. That's usually the thing. Yeah, it's about time for her to come up. <laughs> you start talking about your numbers and how many days you held your title, that means you're probably got informed that you're dropping that shit. Yeah, but we, you know, we shall see, fellas. You know, late night, long fucking weekend. Uh, when is it? Part not part two of tomorrow night, and then they got the uh, SmackDown thing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so long weekend. Heavy discussion next week, so mm-hmm. let's see what happens. Yeah, we won't be short of topics next week. Cool. All right, so we'll try to get somebody else up in here, uh, Mike. All right, so. Appreciate you, man. All right, let's head to Georgia. Talk to Darrell before we get up out of here. Darrell, what's going on? What up? How y'all guys doing tonight? 
Cool, all right, man. Uh, you got me. All right, now, um, Cam, don't you turn into Paul Pierce now, because you seem like you'd be the closest person to turn into that, um, get fired no. on your day off by um, going imagine, by. I'm imagining getting a call from Wade, like, yo, Cam, you doing a whole lot right now. Uh, we're not going to need you back on the podcast. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Especially with your comments talking about, um, you must say this Twitter. This ain't Twitter. I'll cuss you out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had to tell him on the stream, dog. It's not like I let y'all get cute on Twitter, but, like, hey, you know, like, it's got to be a line. Like, you know, it's got to be. It can't be jokes all the time. Like, you're not. We can talk about that another time, but I feel it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, some more jokes did sit down um, interviews with um, Raquel. He did it with Walter and um, Tommaso Ciampa, and that's the match that I ain't hear y'all talk about. That I'm thinking that probably be um, match of the weekend I think right Walter's there. Gonna kill him though. That's my thing. I think Walter's gonna kill Ciampa. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even. How was the interview with Walter though? How was that? Oh, it was good. It was good. Um, these sit down things that they've been having with Walter the past um, from last week. To this week, uh, it did real good, especially with the um the one with Tommaso Ciampa too. So, hey, this might be pretty he's doing, Yeah, he's talking to Yoshirai right now. Yeah, he's talking to Yoshirai right now. But um, hey man, what's up with y'all? What's up with all these people? I always have to run to the defense of um Dave Met, um Meltzer. I hop on um Twitter um before. Um, I got on um, before this call with y'all, and I see it's um it's people talking about Dave slander, or are they talking about Dave? And then I see um Rosenberg. Hey, why are people always jumping up to defend this white man? Well, okay, well because he's got thirty two, thirty three years of you know providing. You don't mean nothing people. when you when you do stuff when you still do stuff wrong sometimes, you know. Yeah, but, but we got three decades of, of, of a fan base, uh, and it's like, it's Twitter. Like, this is exactly what those – Twitter is exactly for the people who want to complain about somebody for, about doing something. And if you want to defend somebody for doing It's not a representation of the world or of a fandom or of a section of uh, any particular community or fan base. It's just the loudmouths that have – smart Alex things or, you know, leave my man alone kind of stuff. And that's where you sit. That's where things like that happen. I can't defend Dave Meltzer in real life. I can't stand next to him and and, and, and block the arrows that are coming along. I sure can get on my little fucking phone and, and, just, and dismiss all the rude things or insensitive things he might have said. I don't know. I don't Pay attention to this kid. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, you know why? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear y'all points of view about it. And I got another thing for you guys, you know, so we, um, so I can get y'all out here um, fast. I want to hold y'all all day. Um, I, this came to my mind, right? And I was trying to, um, you know, the four horse women um, who originally came up. To me, those those women were like the eighties. They were like the Blair Bird and Magic. And then you you come up in the nineties with Oscar. Then the two thousands with um 
I would say Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai them. Okay. So, how, when I say this, if I break down the four, the four horse women, I say this. Becky, she was probably the best all around talent. She had she was good in the ring, probably the best out of all four of them on the mic. Personality, um, yeah. You had you had um Charlotte who was probably the most um physically gifted looking one. <laughs> Bailey was the most um she could um get you more involved, especially her early character. Like she mm-hmm. She she pulled the heartstrings more, and mm-hmm. Sasha was the most um w- was the best in ring talent out of all four. Just hands mm-hmm. down, she was the best in ring talent. So how would y'all think they would rank after all these years so far? Before I answer that, let me say this. Um, I'm not one for like participation trophies. Um, not to, not that I think they're a bad thing. I just don't really see the value in them. But Bailey not having a match on WrestleMania is crazy because Bailey's one of the people who carried the WWE during the pandemic, and they should have found something for her to do. Uh, maybe they still will, but I you got losing like, at on WrestleMania. Well, shit, Sasha got Sasha ain't won shit. You know, but mm-hmm. I, I feel you. Yes, I well, five, yeah, They should have found something for Bailey to do, I think, and hopefully they still do. But um, if I had to rank them, Becky one, Sasha two, Charlotte three, Bailey four. But I still think Bailey at four is in the top ten of this generation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I probably. I probably just because of how she, how she's perceived and how she's been pushed would probably put Charlotte at two and Sasha at three, but there's there's really little argument, or you could have all the arguments in the world actually about you could you could put those four in any order and have justifications for for all of those spots. Some stronger than others, but you could make a legitimate case for reversing any or putting in, you know, in any order that, that you thought of or anybody had to you know. <clears throat> um, so what would Bianca be? Would she be like, uh, you know, like 2010, like Lillard and Ben Simmons and the young, you know, the guys that are like, you know. She'd be in the group with – um. She, she and Rhea Ripley will be in the group with, yeah, twi- not the, even 2010, maybe after 2015, 2020, okay. the ones who are coming in now, like um, the Zions, the on uh, the Mellow Balls, and sure. like that. Okay. I would be like that. I was just asking because, you know, I when you see these people, um, people breaking down people and stuff like that, especially like what's going on with – because I feel like Sasha them should be the main event. But, you know, me, somebody who watched Sasha all the way, I always knew that Sasha wasn't a great – she wasn't a great um, baby face. She never been good at baby face. But when she was a heel, and it, uh, what made her great heel was what she was doing in ring always. Like, when she made old girl who isn't, who not part of the WWE, when she made – she brought the more attention to her by what she was doing in the ring and how she made her cry and the stuff like that. And because – 
Because Sasha ain't never been good on the mic. Never been good. Okay. Even as a heel, she wasn't she's, good on the mic. She's, she's not okay, good at like she she said, said, as a certainly works better as a heel when she gets to just be pissy and beat it. Uh, translates a lot better. But, yeah. <laughs> she made easy. Yeah. But, yeah, but, you know, I was just um, wondering all this stuff, man. So, yeah. But um, I go ahead and let y'all go, man. Uh, y'all enjoy the show, man. Um, Cam, don't turn into um, Paul Pierce. And, um, Trav, you're going to have to be grabbing your boy up out of there. Like they did the um, Mimi or pa- everybody carrying Next Paul Pierce room, up out of there. It's going to be you, <laughs> Rich, um, Cam, don't go online. all the others and everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I think if I've been relatively flew under the radar at the torch for 12, 15, 13 years at this point, whatever it's been, I, I think... Uh, Although I've never been, man, never, I never put man, my face Kendra, on, uh, on a damn Twitch stream cussing out fans. But Bruce did specifically tell me when we were doing our our show, like you can't you can't talk to the fans like that. Oh no, that's just message board stuff. Like you can't talk to people like that. And I was like, yes, the fuck I can. So if I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah Trav, you Kendra Perkins, man. Here, uh, you know, just being completely you reckless. Kendra Perkins. I was like, uh, you out here, Kendra Perkins, and also Cam. I hate you too, man. That um, you talking about you um, you from the country and, and and about the Nintendo game, man. I'm from the country, country, so you can't tell me about. It. And I had Nintendo and um, um, Mike Tyson punch out. Don't make it seem like people from the country don't have um, <laughs> they had the game. We no, around the same. It's more of a personal. No, yeah, but you, but you, but you stole it. So what are we talking about? I <laughs> what? You stole it. No, <laughs> I didn't steal it. <laughs> no, no, big, um, big, big mama, um, big, um, the neighborhood of big mama had um, bought the Nintendo for everybody, and everybody would go into her uh, house, and everybody would stay up an hour with playing and taking turns. So you know, it was a couple fights, a couple slaps, a couple of no, nah, nigga, my turn. <laughs> yeah. Type of stuff, so yeah. yeah. All right, man. So congratulations on your local arcade, Darrell. Um, guys, remember, it's WrestleMania. Y'all take care. It sure y'all is. Man. All right, we'll get on y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour or so content. Uh, click over for VIP folks. Click over. We'll be uh, we'll be there. Free folks, the ride is over. Um, y'all time is up. We'll see y'all next week. And again, it's WrestleMania. We'll have a ton to talk about next week. Then we'll get on y'all next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.